You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you are having a productive employment rights week, especially if you are on a probationary contract. This week, we continue our mini-series about probationary contracts by sharing our top five key probation survival actions. As mentioned in earlier podcasts, if you are placed on a probationary contract, you can expect that probationary period to last between three and six months. If that's you on a probationary contract, your main concern is that you will want to do as much right as possible during your probationary period so that you can be confirmed in your post. With that in mind, there are five key actions which will help you greatly in getting through your probationary period. The first action, believe it or not, is to be polite. Your new boss will want to know if you fit into the team or the business you are working in. And if your employer is not sure about you, you can be sure that your employer will ask your colleagues to report back about you. Constant complaining could see you being accused of bringing down the mood in your workspace and this will be noticed or reported on. Also, if it's the case that your arrival at the business poses a threat to others or others are afraid that you might outshine them, then you can be sure that others will be only too happy to report negative things about you. The way to deal with this is to focus on being polite. It is your politeness that will minimise opportunities for other colleagues who are insecure about their own status to see or report negative things about you. If you upset people in the office or on the shop floor during your probationary period, this could be reported to your boss as you being unable to build good working relationships and you could run the risk of failing your probation on this point. To counter this, it's important to remain positive, polite and friendly to everyone you meet. And we mean everyone, from the boss to the cleaner because you don't know how connections work in the business and being positive polite and friendly will also minimize any opportunities for anyone to say anything negative about you whilst you are on your probationary period. The second action is to always ask questions. Whenever you start a new job, you will be eager to do well. And that should also mean that you are eager to learn as much as possible. There will always be lots to learn in any new position, especially if you're relatively inexperienced in your new role. So asking your colleagues and supervisors for advice is a good place to start because this will help you to learn those key skills that you don't pick up in your induction, because those skills will really come from practising the job. Also, asking questions 
is a really good way of building relationships and putting other people at ease. When you actively show an interest in your new position, this provides evidence to your employer that you are actively engaging with your new role and your colleagues. The third action is to read your probationary contract, as simple as it sounds. Reading the contract and paying particular attention to how your probationary period will be monitored and what will happen if your employer is not happy with your performance is a key thing that you can do to survive your probation. Don't ever think that just because you're on a probationary contract that your employer will not make mistakes in the way you are treated during your monitoring phase. It is always possible to make mistakes. But the key point here is that it's more likely that liberties will be taken with you when there are performance concerns. If you don't know how you're supposed to be treated at work when things go wrong during your probation. During your probation, you're supposed to have regular monitoring and feedback sessions or meetings. And you're supposed to have reviews of your performance regularly during your probationary period. If you don't get this, a positive step would be to ask your boss or manager for feedback where possible and to ask for that feedback to be minuted and for you to have a copy of that record. At the very least, asking for a meeting or asking for feedback shows you are focused on improving your performance in areas that may be highlighted to you. But if things go wrong, you will also have evidence in your records that you asked for feedback and that the feedback you received did not highlight any performance issues on a particular point about which you're being challenged. And that particular issue about the information you receive from your employers when things go wrong will become important if you are later dismissed from your probationary contract because you did not meet performance standards. The fourth action is to admit your mistakes. Your employer is highly unlikely to fire you for making a mistake during your probationary period. Heck, that's what probationary periods are for. And it's rare that the mistake you make will be so immediately fatal as to cause you to be dismissed. That's because making mistakes are an inevitable part of starting a new job. However, what is important is being able to handle any mistakes you make in the correct way. If you know you've made a mistake, don't bury your head in the sand, especially if your mistake impacts on the work of others. Also, don't leave it for anyone else to report your mistake. Experience should tell you that there will be people in your workplace who will be only too happy to report you. So tell your supervisor or your manager yourself and tell them immediately. You should also apologise and be sincere about your apology and offer to help to rectify any knock-on errors or effects coming from your mistake. The key here is to not be afraid of telling someone. You may be criticised for the mistake, sure, 
but you could be dismissed or see your mistake being added to evidence being compiled to dismiss you if you don't report mistakes. Finally, if your mistake makes you feel uneasy or insecure during your probationary status, ask your boss for a review meeting so you can go through the mistake and any suggested remedies. And doing this will also provide you with positive evidence of how you handled mistakes. The fifth and final action, believe it or not, is to be punctual to work every day and to not take time off. This may sound like common sense, but our tribunal experts here at Employment Rights Online have bemoaned the amount of times they have sat on tribunal cases or have advised people who have been dismissed during probationary periods for poor timekeeping or for taking excessive amounts of sick leave. Apart from any pre-existing commitments you may have made before you started your new job, for example, you may have booked a holiday. Apart from this, it is really important that you don't take time off during your probationary period, unless that time off has been agreed by your manager. Similarly, if you're feeling generally unwell, Try your best to go into work and then ask to leave early if you need to, because by then people will be able to see that you are not well. But if you genuinely feel too sick to work and cannot leave the house, be sure to follow your company sickness reporting protocols, which usually mean reporting that you will not be in work as soon as possible and to the right person by the required time. It also helps to apologise when you return to work and to remember to bring in your fit note if it's expected that you provide one for your period of sick leave. Don't leave your boss to guess anything about your sick leave. Then, when you have returned to work, ask for a return to work meeting with your boss and in that meeting, Ask for an update on your work area and ask where you need to prioritise your time and your attention if you need to catch up on any outstanding work. This will show that you are focused on your job and that you are eager to perform to the best of your ability and at the required standard. And that's it for this week. Our takeaways for this week are that following these five key steps could help you survive your probationary period. But whatever happens when you start a probationary contract, it's important to relax into your new role because being constantly on edge could also send negative signals to others around you and could also lead you into making more mistakes. In next week's episode, we'll look at the five key actions your new boss will be looking at if your boss is preparing to dismiss you before the end of your probationary contract. So remember to listen in for that episode. 
As usual, if you need help with probationary contracts or any other employment rights matter, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. And if you would like to book a consultation with us to look at bullying or abuse which you may be suffering at work or any other employment rights concern you may have, you can email us at employmentrightsonline at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can go directly to our consultations booking page using the consultations link, which is also in the show notes. Finally, remember you can help us by sharing this podcast episode with your family, friends and colleagues who may also need information about probationary contracts. And it will help to leave us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify to make our podcast more visible. Until next week, have the best Employment Rights Week that you can. Bye for now.